Coach Corey Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be all of life is a negotiation. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who originally found my work about three or four months ago after a woman blew him off that he was really into. And when he first came to my work, he was skeptical. He thought I was – my work was contradictory and I was hypocritical but he realized that he was – that was really just his own insecurities and fears getting the best of him. He's recently ordered my book. And as a matter of fact, this particular woman who originally led him to seek out and search and ultimately find my work has gotten back in touch with him recently. And even though he hasn't read the book yet, he's learned enough from the videos and the articles to handle himself really well when it came to negotiating a definite date that's on his terms instead of getting around. And she also canceled their first date when she reached out to him but because he was able to handle himself properly and negotiate from a position of strength, the date that is actually set now and it's going to be based upon the terms that he wants. So obviously he's pretty excited about that. So I have a quote that I wrote and then we're going to go through his email and see what he's done differently to negotiate from a position of strength and to get her to go along with what he wanted. So the quote I wrote says, all of life is a negotiation. In every human interaction, you are either talking them into doing what you want or they are talking you into doing what they want. You don't get what you deserve in life, only what you negotiate. The strongest negotiating position is always being able to walk away for good and mean it. If you don't believe you deserve what you want, don't speak up for yourself and state what you want and are not willing to walk away and mean it if you don't get what you want, then you are all too often going to feel and be shortchanged, left out, fleeced, and disappointed. So let's go through his email. He says, Dear Corey, I hope everything is wonderful. Well, of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? In my world, nothing ever goes wrong. Everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to be. So good or bad, everything's happening for a reason. At the end of the day, something being good or something being bad really is just that because of the meaning that we assign it. I cannot thank you enough for all of the life-changing experiences you've injected into my life. I'm still currently in the process of comprehending your work to its full potential. It was not too long ago that I thought of myself as this cursed little boy who thought his gift was a drop of sinful being. Little did I know I was absolutely wrong. I will be receiving your book in a few days from now and I'm really looking forward to reading it 20 plus times. Well, good job. You got the right attitude about reading it at least. And make sure you follow that up with actions that are congruent with those words. I wanted to share with you my experience and thank you for building this moment, monument, into his life. It's a monument. Monument to greatness. In the past, I was getting to know this beautiful young girl whom I consistently chased in hopes that she would recognize this sweet and adorable little bitch that I was. Hey, at least you're honest. He says, several months had passed and I encountered your YouTube videos hoping to change my life around. At first, I acknowledge your work as being extremely hypocritical and contradicting, but as I now figure, it was only my insecurities taking the pace. Well, 
as I say all the time, if you think I'm full of shit, if you just apply the things that I teach, you will see that they work for you. I mean, you can't fucking argue with that. I mean, all you got to do really, if you're watching this and you're new around here and you're a skeptic, look at the comments in the YouTube. Look at all the likes. Go go to Amazon or go to the iBookstore and look at all the positive reviews that my book gets. Look what people write about it. I mean, it speaks for itself. He says, recently, the girl that cut the rope made contact with me asking how I was. It's amazing how that works. It's like a fucking boomerang. It's like money in the bank. It's like making a deposit. It's earning interest for you even though you're not thinking about it. He says, I told her I was doing great and I ended the conversation after a while claiming that I had things to attend to. Before I left, she claimed that she liked to see me sometime and I replied telling her to drive over to my city on the weekends so we could hang out. So it sounds like she's a little bit of a distance away. And more than likely in the past, he probably dropped everything and drove to her city all the time to do whatever she wanted. Now, I assume because he's watched the video and read the article entitled Seven Principles Get Next Back, he's thinking, hey, instead of me hoping to get her back and get another chance with her, she needs to earn another chance with me. It's a complete paradigm shift if you're the one that got blown off then they have to earn another chance with you therefore they need to come to you on your terms and like i talk about in seven principles getting next back at least three dates in a row they must be willing to come to your place on your terms and do what you want to do and if not you can do without ever seeing or talking them to again again for the rest of your life that means never ever again. That means no birthday wishes, nothing. That means you're gone forever from their lives unless they're willing to come back to you on your terms. Remember, you don't get what you deserve. You're only going to get what you negotiate. And he already tried negotiating from a position of weakness and she basically wiped the floor with his ass in the past. He says, I live with my mother and our home is never empty. So I figured we could just go for a small walk at the park and take the Olympics outdoors. Why not? Maybe a nooner in the park. Bumping uglies in the forest. Why not? Then she called the day before claiming she would be a no-show without any intention of rescheduling. Let me think about it. From this perspective, the only effort you're willing to invest in seeing this person again is the effort it's going to take from wherever you are in your house to walk to your front door to let them in. So it's really not a big deal. You're not driving across town. They're coming to you. In other words, it's on your terms or no fucking deal. It's that simple. You have to, especially when you've been a total wuss in the past with the other person. You'll spend your valuable and limited time with them, but only if it's on your terms. Again, you'll make an effort to see them, but the effort entails whenever the doorbell rings or the door knock happens, you're, the only effort you're going to make is from wherever you are in your house to however many steps it takes to get to the front door to let them in. That's it. And if you really want to be efficient, you could say, it's open. Come on in. Make them come to you if you really want to go out of your way. He says, I told her that it was absolutely okay and if she ever found herself in my city to give me a call that I would love to see her and I ended the conversation. Again, it's the – you're just letting it go. You're not attached to it. Again, 
You'll walk to your front door, let him in, but that's fucking it. And even this way, he's basically saying, hey, if you want to get together with me, get out, get in touch. Reach out to me. In other words, in a not in a not so subtle way, he's basically saying, hey, if you want to see me, you got to make the effort. Because he's made all the effort in the past and where did that get him? Fucking blue balls and blowing off. It means completely taking his power back the way he's handling himself. The next day, she proceeded to contact me claiming she was free. Isn't that amazing? 24 hours later, a complete attitude adjustment on her part. And that she could hang out but since I am a complete and total badass with things to take care of, I told her I was busy and I already changed my plans. So basically, she tries to jerk him around at the last minute and blow him off. And then when she says, hey, you know what? It looks like I'm going to be able to make it after all. He's like, golly gee, gosh darn it. I'm not going to be available. He says she then considered rescheduling. Notice how her attitude completely changed. And if you've acted really weak in the past and allowed a woman to jerk you around, this is part of her just testing. Is he still the same fucking pussy that he was the last time I talked to him or not? He says, I told her absolutely and if she was free next week, then she should come on over and we could go for a walk. Without any hesitation or time between the text, she replied, okay, I'll be there for sure. Always look at a person's actions. Notice how she was. She went from not – he didn't hear anything from her for three months to the day before their date. She cancels and then the day of, she's like, hey, well, you know, let's go ahead and get together. And he's like, you know what? Sorry, I can't make it today. I already made other plans. And notice how she's replying really quickly. She's not taking her time. That shows what? She's eager. She's enthusiastically accepting his terms. She's valuing his time because she realized – because he went and made other plans, he wasn't fucking waiting around on her. And therefore his time is scarce. So it creates it created a sense of scarcity. So she realized that if she did not jump the chance to schedule something definite with him, his schedule more than likely was going to fill up. And if his schedule was filling up and he wasn't telling her what her schedule was or his schedule was filling up with, she more than likely is gonna assume maybe there's another girl in the picture. I better do something before somebody else comes along and takes this valuable guy off my hands. And we ended a conversation at that. I'm now looking forward to our date this weekend and other great opportunities that keep rising up. Your work has truly changed my life, but I know I'm still nowhere close to where I want to be. Only closer than I was yesterday. It's like Derek Rose said, your job is to try to get better every day. That's it. One of the best in the world in the NBA. Your job is to try to get better every day. And he's doing that. I still haven't read your book, which should be coming in the mail soon. I look forward to the knowledge and comprehension of your work, and I'm really thankful to you in this gift to comprehend things rapidly and naturally. One can never understand enough or too much. Well, remember what Confucius said. Real knowledge is to know the extent of one's ignorance. We can only keep growing and improving. I hope you have a wonderful day, Corey, and may your work shift other lives around the way it has impacted mine. Well, that's why I appreciate the compliment. I'm glad the fact that you went from a skeptic that thought I was full of crap to now you're realizing, wow, this fucking guy really does know what he's talking about. 
Just imagine how much better your life will be when you apply even more of the things that I teach. That's something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.